We are on. We are here. Are you got? We're recording on our end. FYI. Maddie. Alex Two Tone Erdman. Big fucking Marty holding it down in the yellow Delaware. bucket hat. Marty. Graffiti man in the flesh. How you doing? It's been a week. How are Listen, you doing, Alex? My I'm just gonna start with a quick uh I'm gonna my landlord. Oh you know my have you seen my landlord Doug before? I know Doug. Okay, so first White of all, Walker. the White Walker. He looks like if you've seen the movie Anaconda, he looks like John Voight. <laughs> he looks exactly yeah. like John Voight in Anaconda. He acts just like him. He's got like a limp. He's like he's like six <laughs> two, long white blonde, long long white ponytail. Chiseled. He's from another not chiseled. He's from another time, and um, and I'm and I'm being very charitable when I say that. But this morning, young. Uh, Young Nelk God over here was was knocking at the door, and I was still in bed um, talking shit to uh, my girlfriend. And the windows are open, and Doug doesn't like it if you knock more than four times. So I just hear a booming voice in my bedroom: "Alex, someone at your door." And uh, and we're just like, your house? no, but he, but the way the building set up, this building's got like. The way these buildings are set up, you can I guess you can hear everything. And he just projects his voice into my bedroom where me and my girlfriend are like sleeping and talking in the morning and fucking around. Not like doing anything, but just like goofing off. And it's like he's oh in the goodness. room. And it's the most like mm-hmm. it's the most invasive shit. Like Yeah, but and he can hear you. Do you think he how many times has he heard you orgasm? Are you a loud oh. orgasmer? Am I allowed to orgasm? Uh, no. I turn it inwards. Uh, there was one day when we were in there in the daytime and <laughs> and I have another neighbor. I have another neighbor who's mm. a straight up like I my she's like Airbnb and the shit across the way. She's a Karen, right? Sorry. Because that neighbor one day I I, I was You look doing, next to an actual Karen. I think yeah, when the when the pandemic hit, I was doing like a workout class. Actually, I was doing a dance class, but I don't want to say that on the air. But I was, I was working out on a lark with with my so girlfriend. You're I was like, dance class? I was like, "Fuck it, I'll try it." <laughs> I was bored, right? I think that's great, isn't that? That's our cardio. Right, we're doing right. I was trying to do it. It was tough. And um, did you dab? Yeah, it was all. It was all. It's just. <laughs> um, no, and I was doing, and I had the TV on. And my neighbor comes. She goes, "Can you turn this down?" And I go, "Okay." I turn it down. She comes back. She goes, "It's can you turn it down? You're shaking the whole building." And I'm like, "Bitch, <laughs> bitch, it's a TV. It's not a fucking. I don't have a Sonos with speakers wired to every nook and cranny in this place. You it's, have the speakers of a TV, which sucks. It's TV speakers, and she's just yeah. basically like got this face. And it's twelve in the afternoon. I'm like, you know what? We're all inside." Everyone's inside right now. This is like when pandemic hit and like everyone's on real lockdown. Everyone's inside. My neighbor's on a fucking Peloton yelling, I don't give a shit. We're all in this together. This motherfucker is coming across and giving me fucking the blues because, you know, uh, she doesn't know how to like put on her own stuff. And then, and I hear this same person the other day 
This is what happens when you're home all the time. I hear the same person the other day. My other neighbors are looking at a dog or something, you know, and they're and they're cooing over this dog or a baby. Oh my god, it's so cute! Ba 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 ba. And I just hear my neighbor across the way. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> just like sour. But that just so mad. So that mad. same person. Back to the original story. One day, middle of the day, it was in the bedroom, you know, knocking one out with the, uh, you know, and with the girlfriend. Girlfriend? And, with yourself. And no, not by You're myself. Making love to yourself. You're making was, love to yourself. I was making like orchestra. I was like loudly You're fucking jerking swing. off. You got duct tape around your face. Let's say, for sake of argument, I was loudly jerking off. And in the <laughs> middle of the whole thing, you hear, "Can you fucking stop this bullshit?" Like, it's. <laughs> It's fucked up. So anyway, so Doug, Doug starts yelling uh, into my bedroom in the morning. Jason comes in, uh, yeah. you know, and it's never nice seeing Jason, really. Jason comes in and instantly just goes and like, I think he has dysentery or something because he went straight to the bathroom. My second bathroom. He just went in there and just ripped it to shreds. It's disgusting. Like, my second bathroom. Yeah. Oh. Well, he didn't do it in my bathroom. He did it in the guest bathroom. But I always poop in your bathroom. I like pooping in your I know. You like my, Yeah, because the, the other bathroom isn't so big. I like the space. I yeah, like the space. it's more room. I got to tell you another Doug. Can I tell you one more Doug story? We'll move on. Everyone wants to know about Doug. This is why they're <laughs> tuning in. This is, With, this is, Doug is our, our co-host. I used to do. I used to basically work out of here... Uh, making music videos and like cutting them and like everything on a shoestring and I would yeah. just like do it in the, in my office and I'll get my friends to help. And we were doing, um, my buddy Paisa, Kenny, shout out to Paisa. He was, he shout does, uh, he does visual effects, right? He does after effects. He knows how to, so we were editing, uh, we did a Danny Brown video like early, really early. And he was working mm -hmm. on this Danny Brown video. And like, there was times when I had, I couldn't be here. So he had to come up and down the stairs and let himself into the house to, to, uh, to work on the video in the, in the office. And he, um, he was down. He was down there getting the. I had a spare key stash back in the day, and he runs into Doug. This is a good story. He runs into Doug, and Doug's down there, and and Kenny's down there. Kenny's Salvadorian, right? He's Salvi, and and, yeah. and Doug goes, "Who who are you?" And he goes, "Well, I'm I'm here. I'm work. I'm here with Alex. I'm Alex's friend." He goes, "Oh, okay." And he looks down at Kenny because Doug is big and Kenny's not so tall. He looks down at Kenny. He goes, "Just want to make sure there's no banditos around here." Oh my and. Goodness. And I was just like, I talked to Kenny about that the other day. And I'm like, I'm like, well, what do you, how do you respond? And he said, like, sometimes when you get hit with some shit like that, you don't even know. Like, it's just straight up, like, it is racist. It's fucked up. And, yeah. and you you're don't, just like, you don't even know how, like, what do you do? You, you don't know how to respond because he didn't, like, straight up say some shit. He didn't, he didn't, like, it's hard. He's to, just vaguely saying, I hope there's no banditos around. Right. And he could have said, like, I hope there's no, you know, burglars or, you know, he, he specifically chose the word banditos. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of banditos around. Right. It's just and, it, you know, Doug's a big old cowboy, you know, so he probably he's probably listening. Right. I guarantee you he's listening. I know he's, he's been watching right now for sure. He's listening right now. I know he's got pinhole cameras like there's definitely weird holes. There's definitely place. pinhole cameras. Definitely pinhole cameras. I, I, I know that we're being watched. Um, we are being watched. banditos. When I think of like banditos, when somebody like Doug says banditos, I honestly think of like the movie Three Amigos. 
and like the bad Absolutely. guys wearing the sashes and like yeah. that that to me is and i think that's what those type of people are are referring to as well yeah like i think that they think that there's like some like six shooting uh you know horse riding sachet wearing banditos like storming the like the local church stealing the bride yeah, yeah, like when when Doug looks at like a, when a guy like that looks at a person who's like you know Latin or Hispanic whatever and looks at them, a filter goes on top of them that just they <laughs> instantly have like two bandoleros, a huge mustache, and a sombrero. Like it just snaps into place, no matter what the fuck they look like. That's what they see. Uh, Welcome to America. Do you think that's like what racist racist people just see, like the caricature of like. It's I, so yeah, funny. I absolutely think that like it's the same way. Like, like they don't you know, see them as real people, so like what do they see like? When they look at that person and close their eyes, like what are they? What are they reimagining that person as the the worst version of like some caricature? You know? Yeah, because especially if you if you're getting programmed, right? If you're raised that way, and you believe a bunch of shit, and then you get hit over the head with like, you know, especially nowadays, you're getting hit over the head with Russian trolls, Fox News, <laughs> and like the propaganda is yeah. just pumped into your head, and you're gonna see a racist caricature of a person when they're not, you know, I think, I think a lot of the cops, like, I think that they're fucking scared to death. I don't think that, I think that a lot of what they well, do. Well, they're trained of, to death. They're trained to be yeah. scared to death. And that's why they're trained that their lives, people, they're trained that the world is against them. Right. right. So they see like that's an autistic how, that's kid. That's how the police force do. That's how they operate. That's yeah. how they're trained. They're yeah. They see the first day is like, everyone's trying to kill you. If you right. see somebody, they are trying to kill you. They have a weapon on them that will kill you. Everyone is here to kill you. You are here to save humanity. It's so they, fucking twisted. They have a guy that does these seminars. You know about this guy, Jason? He does these seminars where he basically teaches cops how to be predators, right? Only a killer can hunt a killer. Are you emotionally, spiritually, psychologically prepared to snuff out a human life in defense of innocent lives? It's fucked up. Like, he basically teaches them how to hunt people. And he teaches them how to have a mindset of just, like, it's like this kind of warrior cop shit where their mindset is, like, fucking kill them before they kill you. Hunt them down. Now, look, I understand that, yeah. like, you know. Fascism. I mean, I don't know if it's fascism, but um, it's fucked up. I don't know. I, I don't even want to, like, I can't even, I can't even, like, have the conversation. I can't say, like, you know, it's gotten so fucked up that you can't even, you can't even defend the job anymore and say, like, it's a hard job and people are trying to pay their bills and they're from blue-collar places, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> it's just got, you can't even. It's yeah, like, they're you packing the lunchbox, going to work, being a police officer, like, doing the patrol, keeping the kids safe. Yeah. It's just, like, there's a war. It's fucked up. Goddamn, cops are fucked. Anyway. Let me. Um, <laughs> let me, What? I like this podcast so far. You're just talking. I'm like, you're, I, like I just, you're yeah, up. I figure, you know what, man? You, I'm chilling. You know, Maddie, I like it. I'm giving Maddie a break. I'm just going to run this one. I'm going to, I'm going to talk. Two tone. What I'm was gonna... it like being a child? <clears throat> okay. When I was a child, it was kind of like, it was like, he just, you know, the stories are that they found this, they found this creature, uh, down by the beach and they said why is there a tiny 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 little bear at the beach what's it doing in the mm. sand eating trash from northern california no it definitely didn't come from northern california watch your mouth oh um there's beef northern california doesn't you guys don't like each other right no i don't i don't give a shit i mean there is there is beef but i don't i'm not a part of that beef let me ask you a question where mm. what's your um where's your uh what 
are you are you aware of David Cho at all? <laughs> yeah, I know Dave. Oh, I you know, know Dave. Dave. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I know Dave. <laughs> oh. Okay. What's so you your? Know, uh... You know David Cho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then why have you not asked him to come on the show? That's like an obvious. I listen you to him on. Him? Are you gonna text him right now? You know we're doing a live show. What are you doing? Texting him. Oh, this is really... If this happens in a real way, not in a produced way, and he pops on, that would be so fire. But listen, I'm... I'll FaceTime him. David Cho's been on... I know him from, like... I don't know him, but I'm parallel to him from Graffiti and, like, Pat from Ruka. Like, I remember when David would just, like, sleep on Pat's couch way back in the day at the old Ruka building. And I just remember David, like, talking to him. Like, we were at some... I don't know where we were, something with uh, one of these trade shows. I'm talking way back in the day. And I was talking yeah. to him and I'm like, what do you, you know, like, what's your deal, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just like, you know, I go to Vegas and I gamble and I do this. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I, I just went and I made like 30 grand. And at that time, I was like, holy shit, are you fucking, like, he was already. 30 grand is like $30 million. Well, back then. Um, anyways, long story short, I heard him on Rogan the other day, right? Yeah. Your 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 absolute god, Rogan, the god of podcasting. I heard I heard David Cho on there. He did a four hour uh, session with with Rogan, and I yeah. it was like the most David Cho. I I, mean, I follow I follow. I think him. David Cho is probably one of the coolest people in the world. He's he's fucking cool as shit. Like, there's no denying that that dude just basically is just like from what I can see, he seems to just be like there's no. There's, I don't think there's like, I don't want to say he there's no ego. The, he, he lives outside of society. He he built himself up where he he did exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. You know he li- he's lived in jungles. He's train hopped across the world. He's That's, he's he's like one of the best artists in the world. He made millions of dollars by just giving art away for, for yeah. Facebook bullshit. Yeah. He, he's a gambler. Is a everything. And and he's always done exactly what he's wanted to do. And he's just beating the odds because he's actually an incredible artist and an incredible person. Like, you know, like he's a psychopath, but it's just still like he, he has a way of looking at the world. Like there's not a lot of people that can navigate and do what he's done, you know? Yeah. Truly. And, and, and he, it's just like his band. I remember when his band played parts, he, his band uh, played, um, what was it? The Manchika Hammer? What Manchi, was it? Manchi what was it? Hammer. Manchi Hammer? When they played, they, they, it was so awesome. Like, they pull up in a tour bus. And, yeah. like, they play Parts and Labor, like, the, our restaurant. Yeah. And it's, like, legitimately, like, it was, like, the crazy, like, Parts and Labor is, like, maybe 175-person cap in the basement. Like, no yeah. windows, no nothing. They roll up. And uh, it was just, like, an amazing, I don't know if that was the first time. Was it, I think I met them the first time I met them through, like, the Vice Guys. Years well, back. I mean, and we're then, talking about. And then I met him, and then he played the restaurant. I've only hung out with him like a handful of times, but it, it, it's still like, like we we hung out a fair bit in Hawaii. It was so funny. Like I fucking the funniest fucking thing actually is like, the first time I cooked for Pat and Ruka and everybody on the North Shore. Um, you know, I, I stayed up for like twenty four hours cooking all this food. You know, I'm cooking for the top surfers and fucking people. I don't know who anybody is. And I'm like roasting a whole pig in front of every, like, like, obviously I'm roasting a pig. It's like, I'm doing like a full, like, luau 
in front of a bunch of Hawaiians. I'm like, obviously they know how to roast pigs better than I could ever understand. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do like a pig roast on top of all this other shit I do. And the funniest thing ever, I like stay up all night. I tend the coals. I make this pig and it's fucking perfect. It's absolutely beautiful. And I set up all this, like a giant buffet. I make like 20 different items, like massive steaks, a roasted pig, fish, fucking everything. All the sides. Was make this, this time giant when, amount when, of food. Was this the one when the grills caught on fire in the middle of the night or is that another year? That was the second time. Okay. And and legitimately, the best thing ever, Cho literally starts like serving out the big giant centerpiece. Like Cho's just there walking around, we're talking. All of a sudden he just starts like handing out the roasted pig. And every single photo from that like party is like of Cho serving out this beautiful roasted pig. And I'm like, I roasted that fucking pig. There's not one photo of me because I'm in the background, like sweating, getting crushed, trying so to like that, cook everything. And then like Cho's just there, like handing out like beautiful roasted pork. As, Cho like, did. There's a Cho, photo of him. <laughs> it's like stolen, stolen chef valor. He like stole your shit right there. Yeah. He hijacked it's your like, whole deal. It's like I'm like the assistant or like I'm the you intern. Get, you get, like you've gotten up. so... You've gotten so beat up on those Ruka cook thing. Like I, I remember the year. I, I don't know if I was there at that year. I can't remember, but I definitely was there the year when, when you were cooking all night and the grills kept catching on fire. I remember you're texting at like four in the morning. You're like, the grills are on fire. Dude, I'm like, I was sleeping on this couch at the fucking surf house yeah. right up pipe. That's and brutal. It's just like, like, dude, I had to check because I was cooking all this food for. I don't know. It, it's the a best. Lot of pressure. Like, I don't mind doing it, but it was just like, like one guy's cooking food for like two hundred people. So it's just yeah. like I had like some help, some local guys, but it's still like I did like the overnight. Rico, by Rico myself. helped you. Well, oh, pop the clutch, pop the clutch. <laughs> what up, Rico? <laughs> Dude, what up, Rico? We gotta get Rico on the fucking pod, fucking okay. Hawaiian warlord. We gotta get David Cho. Throw Rico okay. on. Is Pat? Do we get Pat to pop on, or or what do you think about that? Pat? Yeah. What Tenore? Yeah. Yeah. Get Pat's, Pat on. Pat's better. Pat's better in person. Than He'll he can, be amazing he for people to, like the way that he talks. People will yeah. love it. He'll be like, "Oh, Ma- Maddie, <laughs> Maddie, you know the thing is like, hold on, let me call. I'm gonna, you know what? Let's let's get BJ Penn. I'm gonna put him on. Get on the get on three way with him, and then he's gonna call Zach. Come over here. Bring that thing over here. You know what? Who wants donuts? You guys want donuts? Let's go get donuts. You guys have a sandwich. Facetime Deffer. Facetime Deffer. Facetime Deffer right now. Um, <laughs> okay, Dude, so, it's so you funny. know, like I. I Okay, anyway, but Cho, Cho, Cho somebody. I'll fucking did he text back. He didn't text back. This is how why would he even have the same number that I have? Why would he have the same number you, you know? Have? I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, put your phone down. Let's get back to work. Come on. Okay, Come on, I baby. have a question. I have yeah. a question. A lot of people yes. are talking about it. Um, I'm really actually genuinely excited about it. Yeah. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. Whoop. What do you think? Okay. I'm just gonna say this. Tyson, the 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 videos I've been seeing of him, the way that guy moves yeah. at that age, yeah, I, it looks it looks it looks terrifying. But I will say yeah. that, um, I mean, most of Tyson's fights were were over in like you know under like ninety seconds, right? I mean, for the most part, I don't yeah. know what the if stats are, get but him? yeah, if 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 he can dance around, Ty, but Ty, man, the way Tyson like. You know, and I'm definitely not qualified to talk about this, but the way he cuts, <laughs> he cuts the corners and shit. The way he moves, the way he like, 
the way he moves he around like leaps. in that he space. He like leaps around. Like he's multidimensional. Yeah. He's and like you see him just like, woo! I mean, mm. I mean, that's gonna be a huge payday for Tyson. I feel like Tyson's turned into this character. Like Tyson has been. Listen, man. Let me tell you about fucking Mike. Mike Tyson has been like a part of like the American. Like if 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 America was was like a, a one brain, there's just like a if he's deep in the id of the American brain, it's just like this fearsome, monstrous boxer, right? And he's like this terrifying. He's one of the, at one point he's probably one of the scariest human beings on the planet. The way he would just tear yeah. people apart, and then he just started. He started when he started doing those press conferences and talking about eating your babies and shit. Like he yeah. was just like like you look at him and like you'd feel the terror in your heart and you're like fuck yeah, that's what the fuck's up right and then yeah. he kind of he went through all these problems in his life and now he's kind of evolved into this person who's just like an elder he's kind of an elder statesman he seems like he's he seems cuddly right like weed. he wants to smoke <laughs> weed but then and then everyone got used to this idea of Tyson kind of like you know aging into this like cuddly old like ex-boxer and then all of a sudden he just cuts to a video of him and fucking Panera Bread hitting mitts and just like destroying <laughs> just like moving in a way yeah. that you've just never seen a man that, I mean he's He's a fearsome, fearsome Dude, it's human. it's crazy. Like, I saw this, like, video clip maybe on, like, fucking TMZ or some bullshit. And, and the guy's like, what do you, like, what do you think is going to happen? And he was just like, he's like, I think he said, like, I'm just designed to hurt people. <laughs> yes. And I think something, like, something around, like, those lines. And he's just like, you know, like, Roy knows how to take care of himself. I know how to take care of myself. I don't know how it's going to go. I just know that I'm designed to hurt people. Amazing. And it was I, mean, just, I was like, <laughs> like that's the best. He's like, he, Roy can take care of himself. I can take care of myself. Eh, who like he's just kind of like I. He honestly like he's just like I'm gonna like he's gonna go out there swinging. He's like I'm and a if, weapon. If anyone catches a yeah, but it's like Roy can fucking fight like a motherfucker too. So it's just yeah. like any yeah. of the like it's not like he's fighting like some plug. And it's just like like I think I, obviously gonna... Roy Jones Jr. I always pictured him just being. He was always like the really fast guy. You know, like he was a fast boxer or something. But if anyone gets punched by, like, if anybody gets punched by Mike, you're like kind of. Toast, I didn't know. Right? I didn't know they were in the same weight class. Is anyone? Did I? I always thought Roy was like way younger. Or I think there, there's not even a weight class thing. I think it's just like a fight. <laughs> No, right? No, you can't. You can't fight in between. I mean, you can do a catch weight, but you can't just like. You can, can you do well, some uh, googling, just, Jason, on Roy Jones' weight class? Yeah, no, no, no. Jason, let, do let Jason fuck. do it. Yeah, Jason. Let's he go, Jason. He's doing it on what his phone. What is the weight of Mike Tyson? And what is the weight? And what is what's the tail of the tape? What's the tail of the, the tape? Tail of the tape. Let's, Let's get go. ready to not use a licensed term called rumble. Yeah. Oof, oof, oof. Let me give you the fucking. I'm gonna give you the fucking haymaker, jazzy, pazzy, one, two. You got and then you thread the needle. You thread the needle at the end. Should we have a fight breakdown? Get get uh get those boys over here. We should here. do get... a live. We should do a live pod during the fight because no one would watch it anyway. So it's like we should do a live pod during the fight so no one watches and listen, we get like Perillo on. We should listen, have Perillo come on and do a post fight breakdown. I don't. I don't think Perillo is uh, all respects due to Perillo. I don't think he wants to come on. And I don't think that he's, I think that he's like, he's like just the silent assassin. I don't think he's good for TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I think, I think if you Perillo get, is great for TV. I think if you get Perillo and Pat 
and get them having a discourse. Now that about Perillo's boxing. not drinking, if he was drinking, we, I'd get him on like drunk. Anyways, let's let's get out of this. We're we're getting in the weeds here. We're talking about sports. I don't, you know. I don't know anything about anything about sports, but I just okay. Know Roy that Jones is two hundred pounds. So that's the same as me. Oh, Tyson is. Tyson's two thirty-three, and Roy yeah, Jones is, big, is two hundred. That's three hundred. I, I thought Tyson would be two sixty. That's a weight difference. That's they're not in the same. Was was Roy Jones Junior a heavyweight? No. He was. Was he? So how are they fighting? Is it, is it they call it a catch? Because it's, it's just a fight. It's not a. It's not for it's a title. Just a, it's, it's just a fight. fight. <laughs> just, it's just well, a scrap. I think the money's going to charity. I think the They're, money's going to charity too. What? No. Yeah, because uh, Mike Mike was saying that he just wants. He's just like I'm just excited. He's like I'm just excited to fight again, and I'm just excited that the money's going to charity. They're just pulling That's up in said. a fries in a fries parking lot. They're just going to scrap. <laughs> ah! Dude, imagine I want to get punched. You think you could take a Tyson punch in the gut? I don't think so. I think it would rupture something or something. Yeah. Like it, it would. I don't know. Like I think if he hit me in the sternum, I'd die. You would shit out obviously. a pancreas like instantly. It would just. Yeah, it would like, be I like whack a mole. I think I, I like I, I always I always tell like I want to get Bisbing on and I yeah. want to get him to like when we, we get in live in person, I want Bisbing to give me a fucking shot in the tummy. You you think I see I I know you've said this before. I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't think you can handle that. Because Bisping's supposed like, to be the toughest guy in the world. So why does Bisping? it? Why? Why not? No, because Bisping? okay. Yeah. Listen, listen. Here's the thing. Let me explain this to you. I know you've been in a fight or two, right? I know you've been punched, but when you're getting hit, when there's adrenaline and you're moving around, and it's not a perfect thing, like it's not a perfect target, you you can you can live. But if you I'm just gonna... stand there, you just stand there and present yourself, and Bisping just comes up and like. <laughs> Padre! Punch me! What is that? Bisping comes up and just, just you're gonna, you're gonna like, <laughs> it's gonna, you're gonna. I should let him give me a black eye. I should get. I should actually just let Bisping give me a black eye. You just want to be beat. Huh? I should let Bisping punch me in the face. I should get him to knock me out on camera. I don't I think he knock, can do it though. I can knock you out on camera. I don't, I don't want to get knocked out by you. Getting knocked out by two toes like getting knocked out by like a, like a piece of shit on a toilet paper. So it's just like um, I, don't, I don't understand that analogy, but it's fine. You're like you're you're poop. You're nothing. Like Bisbing's the greatest fighter of all time. Like you're like you're I don't know if Bisbing graffiti writer. Bisbing is the greatest fighter of all time. Uh, uh, Google Chase Jason. Is Bisbing is Bisbing the greatest Bisping fighter of like, all time? He's one of the he's one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. Um, I don't know. Maybe GSP said he's the toughest guy he's ever fought. Oh, now we're talking I think, about I GSP. I think huh? is like the toughest. Um, GSP. I don't know. Who's to say? You know, a lot of tough guys. A lot of tough guys. So we're gonna get Mike Tyson on the show for sure. We'll get Rojoy Jones Jr. on the show. We're gonna Roj- get Bisbing. We, we're pretty much. Uh, we moved away from food. Now we're just into like MMA. Uh, and, and boxing, we're pretty much a sports broadcaster. Yeah. Is, is, is do you think now that skateboarding is going to be in the Olympics? Do you think that graffiti is going to like how far away is graffiti from being in the Olympics? I like how out of touch you are that you just said now that skateboarding is going to be in the Olympics. It's been in the Olympics forever. Like, like no, it you hasn't. Think, 
You think now that snowboarding is legal, we're going to allow graffiti to <laughs> to be part of the legislature? Like, um, what do you think? Like, do you think you would be on the all? Hasn't graffiti, graffiti hasn't skateboarding been in the Olympics for a minute? No, it never has. This is the first year, you idiot. Really? Oh. Yes. Oh, I'm thinking yeah, of X Games. Down? I'm thinking of X Games. Not the Olympics. Very Wait, the different. X Games are not the Olympics? See, that's where you're wrong. See, I know so much about sports. And I you like do. to you're... like always I always like to play like the idiot. You know, I, I like yeah. to play the idiot. But yeah. you know, as as an athlete You're a genius as a, and an athlete, yes. yeah. Yeah. No, it's so it's, it's interesting, like, like you've carefully cultivated this. You've carefully carefully cultivated this this personality of being a complete fucking moron. And like you've worked yeah. at it really hard for a long time. You've you've created this idiot persona. And you've like been so good at creating this persona of just being a complete fucking utter moron who can barely you read just and keep barely yourself. You keep and barely yourself zip his pants up. It. Like you, you, you created it. this concept. Bare, you created this, watch, watch what you, you're saying. You created a concept saying, of being a person that can't read, spell, that like can't even get a haircut, <laughs> that dresses like they're like they're, a, they're it's a fire. pandemic. There's a pandemic two tone. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that hair. My God. Dude, the hair's getting dude, I'm not Dude, I'm not touching it until I fucking see you in real life and we're yeah. doing it on the pod. I'm saving this for the... That's my dedication that, to this stupid fucking pod is that I'm not... This hair, and you saw I got it on the pod and I'm, not, I'm waiting till I get fucking back on the pod when I'm holding you and we're going to we're gonna do something really good with my hair. Andrew it's said... It's better. Andrew, Andrew from All Gas wants to, wants to hit the streets with us. He's like, he's coming to L.A., He's getting a place. He was out stoked here. on the pod. He loved it. Yeah, I've been chatting with him. He's coming to LA. He's getting a place. He's like, "Yo, we need to do it again." I'm like, "We need to do it again." I'm like, "We need to get out in the streets. Me, you, and Andrew, just roaming, roaming the wasteland." Let's go. Um, we should I, go across America with him and pod. Powerful truth angels, all gas. I know you're dying. All to gas, go on tour. all angels, all gas, all angels, all powerful. Sounds so. Um, your your haircut. At this time, you sent me a picture of Bruce Valanche. Did you? <laughs> you literally molded your haircut after Bruce. Like it is the exact same. Like 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 it's the template. I'm trying. You, took, you stole I'm that trying. man's haircut. That's more stolen valor. You you need to honor. You need to respect the fact that you jacked that dude's haircut. Bruce Valanche. Well, right now it's just hair. It's just, this isn't. This doesn't look like Jack Valanche. Bruce Valanche. <laughs> There's no what, what's his name? Bruce Valanche. You sent me a picture of him. You DM me a picture of the guy. Yeah, because it popped up, dude. You know what's funny? That just like literally popped up in my like explore. And I was like, oh my right. god, that's the guy that like looks like that guy that I kind of cutting my hair like. Yeah, the explorer's like, <laughs> would you like to see a mirror, he, sir? He like invented the Muppets, or what is that? No, he's like, uh... <laughs> no, he's like a writer. I think he's a, he he always uh, writes on the Oscars, and he's always in Hollywood Squares and shit. Yeah, like he's always like what is but like what is his like day job? Oh, he's he works, just a writer, right? Yeah, he's a writer. He's a writer, probably producer type guy. Um, so Jack Jack Valance? He's a comedy writer, songwriter, and actor. He's a six time Bruce Emmy Bruce Valanche, six time Emmy Award winner, haircut master. Okay, haircut, so here he's we a are. Beautiful man, beautiful man. Now that we're finally after all this time, okay, after all this time of doing this podcast with you, we'll talk about a few things here. Mm. 
We're narrowing down the scope of this podcast. What is it really about? Some people think it's a hiking podcast. I get a lot of DMs, people saying this is a hiking podcast. Some people yeah, think the yeah. entire podcast is literally about one thing, and that's my wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. People think it's a it's a food podcast. It's not a food podcast. People think this podcast mm. is simply a podcast in which we rip each other to shreds, which is true. And and people We're just mean me. to each other. Well, people said people ask me. They go, "Do you guys actually hate each other, or do, is it a love hate relationship?" And I'm like, "No, we're actually we're actually friendly enough to where like if you're if you're this if I can talk to you like this, then you're very near and dear to me because I would never talk to an enemy the way I talk to you, right? I don't. I say if I'm not making fun of you, yeah, that means I hate you. So it's just like, and a lot of people, like I it's got a true. text today, another text today, just literally from a random, another random friend being like, uh, what's up with this too? Like, it's just funny. People are like catching on to the podcast finally. And like people, like my friends, like obviously don't watch it, but it's just yeah. like when my friends do ch check in on it or whatever, they're always like, I got a text like yesterday. What the fuck? Who was it? And they're just like, what's up with this fucking two? They're like, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's so funny. Cause it's just like people literally are just like they don't um what does it say uh, oh all having all gas is so sick i can't believe you got andrew or i can't believe you got all gas it's so sick your your co-host is a real asshole <laughs> this like, is the thing. And it's like from one of my dear, like one of my dear friends alex and she's just like it's so funny because it, it, it's um well, the funny, here's the funny. Like, well, you know what? We make fun of each other. You know, when, when you're like, hey, Maddie, you fucking stink. Get off of me, you fucking loser. Or like whenever I'm like, like, you know how when real friends are like, hey, you fucking idiot, like, fuck off. Or like, you, you know, you talk to your brothers or your sister. Like, it's just like, I feel like we just publicly do it. And, and, and it's, it is like, I know that um, you're obviously insensitive. And I know that I'm insensitive to our own feelings. And, and, and obviously we're doing it. Um, no, there's you know, there's a level great. there's a level of hypocrisy. Uh, because if I get made fun of, where I'm like I make fun of you all the time, and no one says boo. No one says shit because you dress it up. Here's how you frame it. When I when I say some shit to you, I go listen. You fuck. I I deliver it in a way that's how to talk shit. The way you say is in your you say it in the Maddie format, which is like ha ha yeah you fucking loser. You don't have any money. Like it's all dressed up in this fucking <laughs> in this bullshit Maddie fucking voice. And like I hear all of it and I'm downloading it. And like I'm the type of person that just sits there and I take things and I take it and I take it and then I just fire back because it takes a minute for me to 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 to, to fill up my yeah, bucket, yeah, I've never my said pain anything. bucket. Yeah, your pain bucket's full at all times for sure. Or it's at least sad. Like, I'm always sad. So it's just like, um, I got some really nice outcries, though. Like me, when I talked about the depression stuff, and a lot of people reached out, which is really nice. So that, thank you to my fans, you know, for checking in on me. Thanks for, uh, thanks really for the people that, also thank you for the people that want to fire me and cancel me, that say, like, I shouldn't have this job, right? Which is like, I like, I like. There's a lot of people, like, I want to take a big poll, everybody. Like, should <laughs> don't, don't take the poll. Be my co -host? This is my podcast. It's should not your podcast. This is the thing. Hey, that's why hey. we call the Powerful Truth Angels because it's our podcast. It's not it your po our podcast. Let me explain something. It's not Maddie to Matheson's podcast. Let me explain by... something to to people so they understand what's happening here. Just to be very fucking clear about what the fuck oh. this is. Okay, this is a podcast mm -hmm. that we created together. 
Okay, there's a there's an artistic vision and an arc and a narrative injected into this podcast that comes from us mainly. But like the Me. thing is, Maddie just Maddie's just the mouth and and he's got the social media right. But you know you want to talk about the I inner work into the brain. You came with a name, and that's cute, and that's great. But you know what? This is the realest thing that you're ever gonna do in your weird, in your weird fucked up Campbell soup can cooking life. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this is the most interesting thing you're gonna do. And I'll tell you something else about Maddie. Maddie is like, you know, let's talk about the podcast. Let's talk about Maddie is like going on vacation, and Maddie says to me, "Well, you know, let's let's skip a few pods." You know what I mean? And I say, "Listen, bro, the minute the We're minute pods you, off. the minute you put." this podcast down for for an episode we lose it all and we've been building that's we've been not building. true it is that's true. true you, you can't take a delusional. break you can't take you i'm not delusional how to make content you don't know how to make, make podcasts content. it's not it's not content it's a podcast this, this isn't even a thing it Who is a cares? thing it is a thing no, it's no, a real no, thing no, no. and it has to happen so every week the podcast the podcast let me tell you something i make content Okay, yeah, but podcasts content, are different. Okay? I, uh, uh, let me tell you something. And you take breaks. I'm taking a break. Everyone, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a mental health fucking family vacation. I need some time off. And uh, I'm taking a break. And this is going to be my last podcast for seven months. So <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. Hopefully you guys stick around. We, uh, we got, we're going to have a road. It's like when Jimmy Kimmel goes on vacation. We got, we're going to have a lot of, like, a star-studded cast of co-hosts for Two-Tone to berate and make fun of and lower their self-esteem. So you guys don't, you guys don't worry, okay? Everything's going to still be the same. Same, same powerful Truth Angel time. Same powerful Truth Angel day. You guys don't need to worry. Two-Tone's got it. We're going to have a colorful cast. And, uh, you know, I think Ellen DeGeneres is going to need a job, so she'll probably come on. Ellen's um, on. Obviously, Eric needs to take her job. I am pro Eric Andre taking yep. over the Ellen DeGeneres show. I'm with that. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say that loud and clear. Um, Ellen can come Eric, here. Eric. Ellen can come here and be herself, right? You can, Ellen, you can I come on the show. Okay with us. Ellen can come here and just like, because you know how, you know how much, you know how nice it would be for her to let it like shake that shit out. It's just like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just taking it. Just say, just say that shit. Let that shit ride, Ellen. Say that nasty, dirty, funky, fucking racist, ugly shit. Drop that shit. <laughs> Call this guy this thing. Dude, Call actually... this guy a, a creepy stork that takes a shit in your house. Do whatever the fuck you got to do, Ellen. Come let it let it fly. You know what I'm saying? I'm, let it I'm be re- you. Be you. It's a safe place for you, Ellen. It's a safe um, place for anybody. Maddie, yeah. listen. All yeah. all bullshit aside, I'll say this. Mm. <laughs> my my first instinct <laughs> when let me think come of up... bullshit. Your brain right now is like. Think of bullshit. Think no, of I'm bullshit. not thinking of bullshit. Think I'm being, of bullshit. No, this is no, no. I'm sorry. This is how you act on in an honest way. I'm teaching you. This is a, this is a learning moment for you. Okay. Oh. I'm being honest with you. When I see you, uh, two a couple episodes, like you came on the show and you were so deflated, and you were so crushed. And from my interactions with you, what I've learned mm. is when I see that, like when you see me like that, what you do is you you see me. You see me imploding and you just start stabbing me. You go, you fucking piece of shit. You fucking loser. You loser. And so no, I, my, what no. I've learned from you is that, okay, well, Maddie's falling apart. So what I need to do is kick him into shit, kick him into dirt. Like I need to grind him in a mortar and pestle him into a fine fucking, like into a fine paste and then spread that over a hot dog and shove it up his own ass. And 
you know, instinctually I can do that if I have to. And I, and I started piling on and, uh, you know, it's just not funny when you're making fun of someone and they're almost about to cry because it's just ugly. No, and, I remember like when you texted me and you're like, Hey man, I'm sorry about that. And, uh, I always think that's that, the funny, that's like the cherry on top. That's like the cherry on top. When like after an episode, if one of us have to text each other, be like, Hey man, like that, like it wasn't that cool. And that's why we're real friends because we do check in on each other, you know? And, oh no! We check. Um, I check in on you all. I mean, it's it's. We love each other so much, and I and I do know that. Like, obviously, this is for show. Um, we love each other very much. We think it's funny. Wait, to be don't toxic. you don't have to explain that we love each other very. Fuck that. Oh, listen. In the no, moment, we don't love each other. I'm using you to make millions of dollars off this podcast. In the you moment, know? I literally do want to cut your like. I can love you, but like you know, in how the many poker, times have you wanted to like fight me? The poker show. If you would have had if if the wrong word came out of your mouth, I would have fucking knocked your block off. Like I was done. But you can't. You can't though. So that's the problem. I, yeah. Well, obviously I could because you shut the fuck up. So you obviously were like, I got maybe scared. I'm, I got scared because I saw it in your eyes, and I stopped because I'm your friend, not because I'm afraid. I respect you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe not. Fear. I, I think there was no, some fear. I, I saw it because I respect you, and I was like, oh, he's actually very sad and very mad. I don't think that that's, that's not what I saw. I think I think you saw I, your life. I saw that. And you I saw your life like, oh. flash before your eyes. And no. you said, this is, I'm going like, to end this up. This guy really wants to punch me. If I say a couple more things, I know he's going to fight. And I don't want to hurt him on camera. No, what you said is like, I'm going to end up being. I would have stopped him. I would have stopped you, put you down. And then I would have petted you back to like just a calm. <laughs> I would have stopped you, held you, and, bre- and then just. Treated you like an angry little baby Omar. I mean, I like that you think that you're gonna you're gonna treat me like one of your children, but I would I would stop it... you, no, hold you, no, and just breathe like 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 you're my child. You like, like the way when up, Mac gets you upset, you would have ended up being a very strange carpet in my house. Just something no. that you know you would have just been laid out, deflated. I can't wait for the one day where we fight on camera, and oh my God. and I just I I hold you, and and I embrace you. And and then I give you rabbit punches to the face, and I'm like, Shh. would you fi- would you would you put on would you put on the gear and the gloves and fight me? hundred percent. What do you mean? Oh man, that would be fun. Why not? I'd do it. Did you ever see when I fought APL? No. When me and APL like boxed. What do you mean? On How? um, how's that possible? I did a whole episode. I did a whole episode with APL on Dead Set on Life, and it was when he was training. He was doing like a lot of training. Uh-huh. So me and me and um. Me and APL did three rounds. We did like three two-minute rounds. <laughs> Obviously, get, my cardio is not good. But get the we, fuck we got, out of here. I had to get. Well, I had to get them. It was so funny because I had to. I was like, we need that. We need like those shots of like. I need him to like, and we want to get slow mo. So I was just like, you're gonna have to punch me a lot. And I was like, you need to punch me like actually as hard as you can. Yeah. And he was just like, what do you mean? I was like, I want you to like, you need to punch me like as hard as you can a couple times. We need to get it on slow-mo. I want those like rocky shots. I want my like cheeks to flutter. I want the sweat, you know, I want the whole kind of thing. But I'm like, I want you to really hit me because we don't have any, we don't have any special effects. And I had to get APL to like fucking punch me in the face like 20 times, like as hard as he could. And it was just like, it was so funny because we're like, we kept on not getting the shot. And I was like, okay, hit me again. Like, and I was just like acting like I was fighting. And then, and then I'd be like, hit me as hard as you can. And he would just be like, boom. 
and like crank me in the face. And I was just like, okay, one more time. Okay. So he, he teed off. Like, it, it was so funny, like the amount of time. And then. And he, so Adam, sorry, you froze a little bit. What are you saying? Do you think so, I'm frozen? I'm just being quiet. Frozen. So Adam teed off. <laughs> no, you were frozen. So Adam teed off on you and nothing happened. You just took it. Well, no, I, yeah, after, like, by the end, I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, get the fuck. You got shot. your bell rung. But it was, you like, think... after, like, like, we, we fought. We fought, like, so three rounds you, of two When you fought, minutes. I don't understand. You guys were having a fight or you guys were staging and punching each other in the face? We fought for real for three rounds, right? Like, it's and hilarious. And how'd that go? It's like, yeah. Nothing. We were just fighting. Like, it's not like I'm like, I, like I, I think I hit him once. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. But it's just, yeah. like, I'm, like, I'm not trying to, like, we were just fighting, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to fight, fight them. But then yeah. I was just like, "Hey, we need to get shots of like you fucking, you fucking cleaning my clock." Because I'm take like, a look at it. How did, wanted, how did it look? How did it cut to together? Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did torque, it, torque shot at all? Did it cut but together like, nice? Yeah, no, it was good. It, they got like the fucking big like boom. Rage they got like because I was dead. I was like, I was like again, again, again. Hit me with a right, a left, a left, and then I was just like getting smoked. And then I was like, okay. Do we get it? No? Okay, come on. Hit me as hard as you can. Like, I was like, hit me as hard as you can. Hit me as hard as you can. And he was just like wailing on me for like five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I think fun. that there's there's a part of you that really would like to be beaten. And and it comes up often. I just I feel like that... I take a punch really good. I know I got like a potato head. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I could. I, I don't know if I could hit you. I mean, you, if if you make me, I couldn't, I dude. Could. I can't hit you, dude. I don't yeah. even, dude. Fighting sucks. Fighting is like I actually the worst. Yeah, I actually I, if don't. I, fight I don't you, like. If, I, yeah. if we punched each other in the face, if yeah. we punched each other in the face, I'd feel so bad. Truly, look at us. We went full circle. I'm like, I we can't did full. You. <laughs> we went I would like, never want to. I would just never want to fight you. Like, just like I would never want to punch one of my. Like when I was drunk, I'd always punch my friends in the face. No, I have just no like, interest. I don't want to fight anybody. Um, Give everyone a black so, eye for their birthday. If it was your birthday and we were wasted, there was a good chance I'd fucking punch you in the face. Yo, can you imagine? Just, just let me just stop that for thought. Can you imagine if you and I were not sober? Like, it, I think it would be. <laughs> we wouldn't and be let's doing say, a podcast, first of all. We wouldn't be doing anything. <laughs> Like, I think it would be, no. I think we would either be the most enabling, like, rocket to the moon pair of horrible people that just, like, just left a trail of destruction, or we would just hate each other. One of the two would happen, but there would never, there wouldn't be a middle I point. think we would love each other. I think we would love each other even more. But I think that like... we're both such uh, fiends for, for, like, substances and everything else that, like, we would either bond and become a super fiend, or we would just see each other and be like, we just got to go off on our own our own thing because i'm like no <clears throat> no we would be, i would see it through with you but 100%. you're the you're the you know you're the you're the guy that likes to like get high and like you know uh, snort coke out of a out of a you know a dead raccoon's asshole and like i'm just not that dude like i don't want to lick i don't want to lick toilets you know what i mean like you have a different you have a different idea of what's what do you want to do all you do is you just sit in your house and like smoke off a fucking tinfoil all day like, what are you talking about I want to mix it. I want to get. I want to be in. I want to be in the action. What, wait, wait. You're saying you're classier than me. You're classier than yes. drug I, Yes. Yeah. You're saying, I'm like, a, the things you, you don't want to oh, be at, like, dude. Are I'm, you kidding? I'm me? sorry you're that disgusting. I'm classy because I'm sorry I think that I'm you classy because what you 
where you see yourself as a fanatic is very different than how you acted. That's no, no, no. You think Listen, you're, like, you're just I don't, like walking I don't around do like sh- a fucking crystal snooter to do and everything was like lovely. You have a <laughs> I have on. a gold, I have around. a gold coke straw on a velvet robe. <laughs> yeah, you got your little dick flipping around. It's dude, no, we're both in there in the mud. We're in the mud. That's where we thrive. Okay, don't get. Well, it listen, listen. I I'm not gonna sh- knock back uh, shot glasses of vomit, right? That's kind of more your thing. Um, I think that there is a line in the sand between the drug use. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do shooters of vomit, right? Don't you drink vomit? I'm, what, <laughs> what story did I say when I drank vomit? You told I me drink you drank a glass of vomit. No, I said I vomited all over myself. You told me and once that you puked to... in a glass and drank it. No, I think I was drinking and I puked all in the glass and it overflowed all over me. Oh, okay. And then I Much just better. like I was at the bar and just kind of like wiped it all off. And then they asked me to leave because I was just like I'm like no, nah, I'm cool. And then just like kept drinking. <laughs> I'm good, guys. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like I was like, and I was sitting next to Catherine O'Hara. Can I? Oh, that's cool. No, Maddie uh, dropped another name today. Um, but speaking oh of, oh my goodness, um, do you think that we? I think that we need to get not to go not to circle back, but I think David Cho, if we could get him, oh my I feel god, like, who cares? We're, we're, this isn't an okay. Hey guys, let's set up a poll. Uh, we'd like to have David Cho on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm hey, trying hey, to hey. I'm trying to improve the show and have uh, dynamic and interesting guests. Is this a meeting? So, we yeah, because we don't have meetings anymore, so we don't have time. Maddie has no time. Maddie's basically turned into like, he's like how you know you hear like Eddie Murphy used to be on set. Like you drop him on set, you're not allowed to look at him. He sits there for his 15 minutes, he does his parts, and he runs back in his trailer. Like that's how Maddie treats the show now. He sits in front of the green screen. The minute the minute the show's done, he's like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta take a shit. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, I got like, a shit. I have a shit today. I, I want you to lunch. I want you to Ugh, like. I, I want you meals. to. I want you to like. Here's what I want from you, Maddie. I want you to. I want you to be here in the show. I want you to be here now. I want you to luxuriate in the beauty that mm. is this show. This is unlike anything else you're gonna do in your professional media life. Okay. This is a yeah, place where you yeah. can have fun and be free. You're not cooking. You're not shilling. You're not slanging fucking cooking. hot. You're not making hot Cheeto fried chicken sandwiches, which like you have no business making, right? Um, you're not. They're beautiful sandwiches. No, you they look insane. They look insane. Dude, I saw that sandwich. Everyone's making chicken sandwiches. I might as well make the best one. So fuck off. I saw that sandwich, and and a part of me inside felt pain because I know if I ate that thing, I would just be fucked. Like, Do you know I'd what that feels like when you eat one of those things? I don't. I never had a hot fried hot Cheeto chicken sandwich. No, I never had, and I don't think oh I ever will. God. It's too crazy. Um, I want to so talk J- about two tone, two tone. Can I talk? You've been talking the whole fucking day. Okay. Like, what the fuck is... I want to know everyone's talking about this fucking cottagecore bullshit. Cottagecore is so fucking stupid. And it's just like everyone's acting like they're some fucking, you know, Martha Stewart making sourdough. They're planting bullshit. They're fucking up at the... I hate people that got cottages because they're mostly rich, fucking old family rich what people it, that... I, I never go to cottages. What, what is cottage... No one invites me to cottages. What is cottagecore really? I don't understand. I mean, I've seen the name. I've seen the word. I don't know what it is. What is it? Like doilies? This is stupid. I think it's doilies. I think it's like misrepresentation. I think it, it's You think like, it's appropriation of cottages? 
Yeah. I is it exactly is it like thinly it. veiled? Is it like thinly veiled fascism just under the guise of like, you know, handmade uh, uh, <laughs> napkins? It's just like shit. generational. It's just like generational white people that go up to their cottages and have like, and they go up there and there's like a skunk on the wall and they and they just sit there on the docks and they got like a two hundred thousand. I don't think either one of us knows what we're talking about. What is cottage? Is cottage core Etsy? Oh. Cottage oh. core is no, it's Pinterest. It's like a, a sub genre of Pinterest. It's in between kinfolk, Pinterest, cottage core. I'm no. I'm I'm out of my depth here. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. What are, what are you talking about? This, what is cottage core? I don't people, get it. White people. Fairy core? Excuse me, Jason? Goblin core? What the fuck right. is goblin core? So cottage, under the umbrella of cottage core, how many cores are there? There's fairy core, goblin core. What's goblin core? I don't know, man. So it's just fetishes then? Dragon core? You're talking about fucking slugs? Listen, so this is, is just where you fuck slugs. All of this stuff, all these sub, all these subgroups and genres and furries and all these things, right, that you see that are happening in America, which is like things that Japan was doing 20 years ago. And I understand why Japan turned out the way Japan did. I think it's probably because they, because of Hiroshima and stuff like that, I think Japan's culture just like, Turned, it just morphed into something else and they became obsessed with everything else in the world and, and creating these things. But yeah. Americans, our culture, all these things that we're doing, it's just like another reason why we probably all deserve to die because it's just too much. Like everyone, like the fact that people, the fact that Comic-Con exists and people spend a couple thousand dollars to dress up like Thor and go like go to San Diego for the weekend and like get signed like and just spend more money on like buying more shit it's like it's the it's just crazy like it's just so many sub like you look at cottage core and then there's 25 subgroups and down and he's talking about goblin core like there's just too much there's just too much shit let's just go back to it's like too much shit. And, and and then just think just think about like what's happening right now where everyone is becoming actually like isolated yeah. and then and then like that's making everyone's brains go like the internet is a scary place Let's and go it's to just like think about like where they fucking like like just think about like the virtual worlds that all these people have created within the pandemic. It's we just spiraling. Chat rooms. It's we need to get into some goblin core <laughs> chat rooms. It's just I wanna spiraling. Be, I want to be on a dragon core, goblin core, furry core. I want to fuck a slug, put my put a couple slugs on my nuts and get into a group chat. How do I get into like a little cottage core group chat? <laughs> I think, Sign I me think... up. I, I want to slap some slugs on my little baby balls. <laughs> Let's go. I actually think you do want to put slugs on your balls, and you and you would if there was a if there was like a ninety four pound slug, you would fuck the shit out of it. I mean, the best you can fuck. You wouldn't tear that slug's ass up, but you give it a little. I just, I just maybe make love. Maybe I make yeah. love, passionate, hold on to it. Passionate like slug pillow. love. Like people that hump pillows. Yeah, I mean, it's all you know. Humping it, pillows it, it, is nice. It's like all the. He's cutting out. He's frozen. You're frozen. 
Oh, he's back. Um, <laughs> you know, look, it, it's just the, the, the genres and the subgenres are fractaline. I mean, if you go on TikTok and you look at this stuff, it's just like, it's just exploding. There's just too much stuff. We need to go back to like there being five things. It's like rap, heavy metal, <laughs> um, racism. Yeah, heavy metal needs to come back. Just heavy root metal. Beer and and TV. Those five things, That that's it. Let's just yeah, go back to when it was TV. simpler times. Why can't we just have TV? Like Let's 26 TV channels. Again. Yeah. Like why can't Let's we just back. have like, you know, there, there's MTV, there's BET, and there's one yeah. news channel. Simpler Yo, times. That's what I'm the talking about. B, MTV, BET, you make a choice. And that choice pretty much defines your entire life path, right? Like if you're going yeah. into BET, you're going to go one way. If you're into MTV, you're going another way. If you do both, you're going in the middle, you know? Like I, like, I you know, if you dude, think of... You go ahead. Well, you know what's funny is this. You talk about graffiti, right? And if I think about if I think about becoming a graffiti writer as a child, right? When I was a young child, I was like uh, yeah. at the age of you know fifteen, thirteen, or something. And I said, mm-hmm. I said, I want to do that. I want to fucking tag on shit. I want to become, I didn't want to tag on shit as much as I wanted to make pieces because I saw it. And I was like, I want to be a part of that. You know, like this makes sense for me. I'm an artist. I like to draw robots. I like to draw cartoons. I want to do what these guys are doing. And I figured out. Did you love Transformers? I love Transformers. Yeah. I didn't like GoBots. That was bullshit. But I love Transformers. Yeah. And I wanted to like, you know, Robotech, all that stuff. I wanted to draw. And, you know, and then magazines, not magazines, books started coming out on graffiti and I became very uh, uh, excited by graffiti. And like as a kid, I did all the things that you do in Venice, skateboarding and boogie boarding. I didn't surf. Um, and I started doing graffiti and graffiti is the one that that stuck with me. And, you know, because I because I dedicated my life to graffiti at a young age, it basically it basically molded the entire trajectory of my like to this day, there's I'm still I'm still somehow connected to graffiti in my entire fucking life, right? It's affected, yeah. like, it was the first fraternity I became a part of. I uh, <clears> became <throat> part of a graffiti crew. And that and, and guys in that crew, some of them I'm still friends with, some of them I'm friendly with, some of them I don't talk to at all. And that's affected my entire life's goddamn trajectory. Like, the first job I got, I got because I was a graffiti artist and someone recommended me. And I walked into this clothing company and I bullshitted my way into a job not knowing Photoshop, but I knew how to talk. And it was because I had a little bit of a graffiti career. And I could say, this guy's a fucking hot graffiti artist. I was okay. But anyways, it's interesting the things that you do as a child that you're not aware of. Like, you decide to be a graffiti writer or a skater or a gang member, one of these things. And you don't understand that when you make those choices as a kid, that can affect your entire fucking life. And that's why parents are always trying to get their kids to make a choice to do something like, that's why they want you to go to school and they want you to be a part of these things that may affect their life in a good way because it could have gone really bad for me. And there are times when it did go bad for me. You know what I'm saying? Like when you decided, I, when you were a kid and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, live on a farm and I'm gonna milk cows, right? And then I'm gonna take the milk and I'm gonna make some sort of pancake mix. And then I'm going to take those pancakes and I'm going to sell them to my friends. And look at you now. Look at me now. I was always like a pancake man. And you're a pancake um, man. You know, I, 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 well, it's the same kind of thing. It's like pancake man or like getting into punk music at a very young age. Same shit. We're just subgenres, dude. We're searching for shit that ain't normal. 
And I think that that the, the biggest thing is like we're actually outsiders. We didn't, you know, as cliche as it is, it's like we didn't drink the Kool Aid at a young age and wanted to play sports and go to college and do the things like I thought that was. Really, I thought I went, that was lame. You know, they wanted me to play football in high school, and I was like, I'm I'm writing graffiti. I'm not playing football. Yeah. Now, well, you were a big guy, right? I was a big guy. Yeah. And you know, maybe it would have been better off playing football. Who knows? Uh, no. But I I didn't want no. any part if of. You it. want to play football? Well, who knows? There's nice athletes. I just, most of the time, jocks, like 99% of jocks are horrible people. But it, it, it's, um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think you choosing the things that we choose when we're young, we don't really understand that, like, the thing, well, I think it's just like any, like, it's like we, we got sucked in on something, you know, like we went all in. You went all in on graffiti. I was all in on punk and hardcore. Right. Like all I cared about was punk and hardcore. Right. I became very narrow-minded. It's all yeah. I cared about. Yeah. It was the yeah. only thing that was cool. Yeah. There was nothing cool about it. And from that, I learned about zines. I learned about right. community. I learned right. about taking care of each other. I learned about, like, kind of like nobody fucks with us. If, and if you come in, like, if a, if a bonehead was to walk into a show, he would get stomped. So then, you know, we kept Nazis What's out of What's a bonehead? Like a racist like, skinhead? Yeah, like a racist skinhead. So it's just like... Like, if any of that kind of shit showed up very quickly, we would squash it. And it's just like, I think we learned very quickly and at a young age, like, to take care of each other because society didn't take care of us. And I think and it's still just one of those things. Like, you would play music, you would get in a van with your buddies, you travel across the world, and you would tour and make no money. And it's not about the money. It's about fucking doing what you love. And I think that's why we still do the things that we love um and 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 we look because we're scrappy and we understand how to like do stuff like that and we understand how how to navigate in a world that doesn't want to work for us so we need to figure out how to make it like you know get what we want out of what we do right kind of thing and it's just like everything that you've done well, that it has you know it, it, it has allowed so many doors to open and close and the doors that were closed because of how you looked or how you were or who you ran with is, is definitely this, but then all of a sudden three more doors would open, you know, because you are creative. Well, the, you know, what's you interesting are. too, is that, you know, with that whole thing, I'm just realizing this from what you said in, in doing graffiti, right? Like I needed something. I needed the, I needed the, the fraternal, the fraternal group of people of, of men or children I needed that group yeah. of dudes, right? I needed that because there was something in my life that was severely lacking. And there was something in my life that drove me. Like, you don't get into punk and hardcore if, like, you just, you're completely content. You're frustrated, right? I was frustrated. I didn't have any leadership. I didn't have any guidance. So I was like, I want to I do graffiti because there's other things I could have done that have been more constructive. And I, I needed that group of people. And in, 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 in trying to... And doing graffiti is such an insulated world because your only your audience is just only other graffiti writers. The whole world sees it, but they don't know what the fuck it is. Only other graffiti writers see what you're doing. So you're trying to impress that dude over there who can be like, "Yeah, you bomb. You're the shit." And you're trying to get the approval of these other people, right? And 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 in that structure, I actually started doing things for the first time in my life. It was the first time I actually was like able to complete a task where I was like, I'm going to go to this wall. I'm going to stay there for 10 hours and I'm going to create a piece or I'm going to go bombing at night and I'm going to go tagging in the morning. I'm going to see all those tags and be like, I achieved something. So it was the first fucking time ever in my life that I felt it's like I felt like I was worth something. Right? I was a part of something. I achieved a task because mm -hmm. I couldn't I was. 
hopeless as a child. Like I could not get it together. I had a fucked up, like my home life was fucked up. There was no guidance. It was chaos. Like I was fucking raised by wolves. Right. And, and out there, there was like this thing where I was like, if I, if I create this thing, these people tell me I'm good. And Mm. you know, the funny thing about it is that I don't want to oversimplify it, but that's a, component of graffiti now within that structure there's a whole beautiful fucking language going on with graffiti right there's a whole thing with like learning how to speak that language learning the calligraphy like i'm still to this day just getting at this age this long this far ahead just getting good at certain things in graffiti that i wanted to be good at you know 20 30 years ago you know what i mean like yeah so but but either way you know it's an interesting thing because I, you know, I just, I kind of used that as a stepping stone to do other things. And like that gave me, that was the first thing I ever did that gave me any sense of self, you know? And I'm right. sure that you had a similar experience, like the camaraderie of like punk well, just shows. just putting on shows. Stuff. I think, well, just like putting on shows in my hometown. It's like we put on the very first punk show ever in Fort Erie ever. And we did at the, like the, the Native Friendship Center. You know, it was the only place I would like allow us to do it. We did it in like the gymnasium at the fucking Native Center. And it's just like, it, it was just like, I still remember like, you know, making flyers and getting bands from Buffalo to come over to Fort Erie. And I got bands from Toronto and Hamilton and all these places. And just at a young age, um, you know, I was probably in grade 11 when we did that. And it's just like putting on a show where you have like, you know, 150 kids show up and it was like a matinee because we couldn't even do it at nighttime. But it was just like, you know, even doing that. Is <laughs> what do you just mean like, a matinee? Like it was in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, the show it was underage. Like three. It needed to be done by like six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys had to it rage was, really was, hard before 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like three to six or some shit. But it's just like, but just doing something like that and, um, at a young age outside of like, it's like, you know, I didn't have to go play on a soccer team. I didn't have to go play football. I didn't have to go play baseball. I didn't have to go play, even though I played lacrosse, but it's still just like, um, you know, I think it was um, one of those things. It's, it, it, it's like a first real self-worth thing. I never had those moments because I didn't, I was never really good at sports. So I never had those moments of like my parents cheering. Like really, like yeah. my parents cheered yeah, for yeah. me, but like I never was like, top of my class, never got like, uh, you know, student of the month, never got any awards in high school, never got anything. And, you know, I never got any of those kind of things. Um, And so, so like to, to to have that self-worth, that like gratitude of being like, hey man, we did something. Me and a couple friends, we put on a show, we're gonna put on more shows. And just having that, we built our own, you know, we contributed, we didn't just take, We, we, we were a part of the scene. We were, we were with it and we were bringing like cool bands from different cities to our town. And, you know, we got to show them and, it, and it was even at the same thing, it was like the same, I, I think we had like pizza there and like soft drinks and it was like treated like, <laughs> like a high school dance or something, you know, like it's like one of those yeah. things, but it's just like, it's still like later on, I was way more involved and stuff, but it's still like, it was, it, it was a funny thing to have those early moments and, 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 right. and that like solidification of of being a part of something that isn't the norm, right? And it is like just being an outsider and being like, yo, like fuck all this shit. Like that that's not for me over there. This is for me over here. Right. And and this maybe maybe it's a little bit tougher to be a part of this because everyone's saying no to this. You yeah. know, but luckily like my parents would always let me like 
Like, my parents were very supportive in that way, where they were just like, yo, like, fucking, this is awesome. Like, you go to shows every weekend. Like, you're not fucking, like, even though I was getting fucked up and doing stuff like that, but I was like, I was definitely a part of something, you know? And I think well, your parents, a, it, most parents just want to see you be a part of something, you know? Well, it's, it's also, at a, well, I mean, I don't know if they want to, I don't think so. I don't think a lot of parents probably don't want you to be a part of a lot of things, but I think it's also at a, it's also at a time in your life when, when like, there's no, like it was one of the few things I remember doing early that there was no like I was only doing it for the sake of doing it right I, there was no way of like there's no way to make money doing it there's no way to commodify it I was doing something purely for the sport of like doing that thing and you know as you get older yeah, you have to figure out how to make money. your way how sweet no. is that was it about the fucking money <laughs> no which is interesting because you know now everything is like everything's got to be commodified and like there's there's it's rare that I do anything uh, creative that's not somehow tapped into like you know, except for doodling, you know what I'm saying? What's up? And then, and then look at this. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. Look at what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're doing this podcast where we literally make no money. Right. And, and True. it's just like me and you sitting here doing something that we love doing because right. we just like genuine. It just starts with like us wanting to be with each other, you know? True. No, as, this as to, thing, and, and, and it is like one of those things where we're like, we're not, <laughs> we didn't get into this because we thought we were going to get like a lot of money from this. Maybe we talked about it at the beginning. We're like, oh yeah, podcast. Everyone gets millions of dollars. Podcast. Yeah. But it's just like, that was a kind yeah. of a joke. And, 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 yeah. you know, obviously truth be told, like there's no fucking money in this, but what there is, 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 is a way to like talk to people like Andrew, talk to fucking potato in the pants, talk to fucking yeah. Allie, fucking heavy, fucking people bring people in and just talk about this as a podcast you know this is a powerful truth thing well it's, this is one of the nicest also, little moments this last 10 minutes has been too nice i'm telling you right now i know that i'm like do we need to fucking, i need to rip you real this quick this is too much like a podcast <laughs> this is too much like an actual fucking podcast and i want to just yeah. let the fucking record show i think two times sucked me in to be in this turning this into like a nice podcast somehow we're, this is nice. This is nice podcore. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know how we ended up here talking about this, but I will. I don't know why we're being so. I don't know why we're being so. Why are we being so earnest? I don't understand. But but you know, the, fuck so it. Who cares? I don't give a shit. I don't care, man. Don't care it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Like we, this is the Nothing this matters. is the greatest thing about this thing that we're doing. There's no one. There's no one <laughs> sees. No one oversees us. There's no one to talk to. There's nothing. Like yeah, it would be great there's to get sponsors. Barely a producer. <laughs> I, you know he's what? Half a, in, he's a shell of a man. In 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 the nature in the nature of this small window of earnest and being nice, Jason's doing a really good job. What do you give him some fucking kudos? This this young person, he's Jason? got horrible he's got horrible ideas for shows, but he crushes everything else. He can barely make notes, but I love him. Okay. Without him, without him, we wouldn't be able to do it. I'll give him that. Uh, we, which no, is not, everything. Not it's much more than that than he does behind the scenes. I'm I just well want to also for the record show. Um, uh, Al, Alex wanted to fire you, Jason. That's a lie. Alex definitely wanted to fire you. I have texts saying we need to get rid of this fucking piece of shit. He's gonna ruin show the, the podcast. Show the show the texts if they exist because they don't. And he doesn't have the ability to doctor I'll save him for the next anything. pod. I'll save him for the next pod. Yeah, it's easy. That's not true. Alex, really, he, yeah. Jason knows. Jason knows I'm an advocate for his his uh, his slender man. Jason's more body. famous than all of us. Fucking thin lips on fucking Tiger Belly. He's the most famous the person man. in the world. We got like we got like I thought George was thin lips. What do they call him? Thin lips. Oh. 
thin lips. Pink dick. Yeah. Thin lips. <laughs> we got we got like a guy. We got thin lips on Tiger Belly as, as our producer. No, like it's just like come on, thin lips, help us out. Can we Jesus can we jack right? Can we jack someone else's nickname into our podcast? Can we call him Thin Lips or does that, no does that break the rules? That's Bobby. We can't do that. No, we got to make up our own shit. We need to have Bobby come on and even like give us Jason. This- Slender story. He needs to like hand over Jason to us. He does. He does. Can we get that to happen? So, anyways, fuck it. I'm not going to ask any more questions about guests because you get angry. I said David Cho like six well, times. Yeah, the whole podcast is like, who do we want on podcast? That's well, fine. You know, you're talking here. We don't have, we don't get to have meetings anymore. You're about to go on vacation. Uh, where are you going? You going to Barbados? You're going to get a cottage. You're going to get a little little lakefront property. I got, I got a cottage. I got you a got cottage. cottage. I got a cottage in the middle of nowhere. It's like on 25 acres. Not even on a lake. It's got a pool, and I'm just gonna disappear with my family and turn my phone off for one week. Okay? Can you are you that? able? Are you able to turn your phone off for a week? Can you resist? I'm gonna try, actually. And then you're gonna have your team run your social media, pretend you're still here. No, it'll just. I don't know. They just will post. I don't know. You don't, don't know. know. I don't know. You don't know I'm how it works. Trying not even to think about it. I just want to disappear for like a full week. Turn everything off. Do a little. Are you gonna set. cook? Are you gonna cook while you're uh, with? Or does does Trish yeah, ever all cook? Yeah, We're bringing. I'm bringing up a ton of food. Bringing up a ton of food. We're gonna cook a lot. We're gonna chill out. We're gonna relax. You guys are. My, you know, my wife. Trisha's fucking. <laughs> um, my wife. It was so funny when KS said that he was just like slide six. It was so funny. Oh yeah. Ugh, I had to put that together. Um, he didn't reply. I said, "Come on the pod." He didn't reply. It's fine. Ben, come wanna, on the pod. He doesn't want to come on the pod. That's his loss, right? This is an honesty That's his capsule. Loss, okay? um, New York so legend. Listen. Let's go. Let's go, um, King. Let's, 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 you're going to cook on your vacay. Is that okay with you? Why don't you guys just cook. eat some Lunchables? I'm gonna, we're going to get some Lunchables. I'm going to bring a couple cans of spray paint, hit some trees, really get all city in the, in the woods. <laughs> you're going to paint some really trees. Show. I'm gonna paint some trees, just like. What would be my name? Don't graffiti writers I, give names? Uh, like, can I get a graffiti name? Two tone. Like, I what mean, if I was a graffiti writer? Come on, man! I've been we've been doing this for how long? Like, we got me. What do you mean? You want to? You want to catch some tags or something? I mean, I I'll tell you that I know you think it's easy, but it's not, and you'd be the worst toy on the planet. If you tried to paint for like, you have to be a toy for like four or five years before you even can like figure anything out. It's just part of the game. I don't know how it is with cooking. I know with and then cooking. Why, what, why, why did, why do people call them toys? Like if you're a loser, when I love seeing it. Like if there's some like big fucking whatever, some tag and then just somebody writes toy across it. It's like the funniest thing. I mean, and you got beef. How but much of a, it's just it's like, a, it's, it's, toy it's such it's a plastic. Disc. You're like a piece of shit. I don't know where it you're came from. I don't know where it came from, but it's a fucking diss. Like it's like, you're a fucking toy. Like, when was just, the first time someone wrote toy on one of your tags? I don't think I everyone. I don't think I ever got. I was a toy. You never. I don't think anyone like stopped, took their time to write toy because usually it's like someone you have beef with. But I do know a guy, my homeboy Finn. Yeah. He my my other friend Alon did a piece in Motoyar back in the day, and Finn. They later were friends, but Finn saw the piece, and Finn took a pile of human shit and wrote shit on the piece. Finn was notorious. Wow. 
for doing shit like that. And the, he, you know, he really, he really kind of uh, took things to another level. Finn also, I hope he doesn't get, he probably will, he'll never listen to this. There's a story about Finn. Okay. Story about Finn from back this in the day. This is a graffiti podcast. This is a graffiti podcast. Now it's graffiti hiking and poetry. There's a story about Finn. There we go. Finn, Finn, and I heard this story well before I met Finn. Finn was, <laughs> Finn was in the thrifties, which is a local drugstore with a New York graffiti writer. And they're walking around. There's another New York guy. Finn's a legendary LA guy, probably a legendary New York guy. I don't know who it was, but Finn's walking around in the thrifties and the New York guys, you know, you, you LA guys, you know, you just, you ain't shit. You're not crazy. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, you guys are full of shit. You ain't nothing. He goes, really? We ain't nothing. And Finn looks at him, drops trowel, takes his shit right there in the thrifties and wipes his ass with a stuffed rabbit. Legendary story. Just Finn was more punk rock than anything else. You know what I mean? Like, and he took that into graffiti. So his, he. I love like that's the move. He's like, I ain't shit. Fuck yeah. you. I'll I mean, it made an impact. Work. The story, the story preceded him everywhere he went for a long time. But listen, I'll just tell you this about graffiti. <laughs> you can go, you can go to cooking college. You can go to burger school and and you go to salad okay. salad college. Okay. Watch what you're saying. And Watch you can, what you're saying. And someone can give you a recipe. And you can just be like, oh, here's a recipe. And you can just oh. follow, you can just follow. It's just like, it's, it's paint by numbers, right? You get a, you get a teaspoon of this. You like, like, what's the, what's, what's the big deal? But if I give you Wait, a, you, did, you scribble a thing and put a halo on top and you think you're somebody like, what are you talking about over here? There's no way in hell. You, you think it cooking, you think cooking is like, you think graffiti is like better, more, more talented than like making a perfect consomme. 100%. Like, what the fuck are you 100%. talking about? 100%. Listen. If I read on the internet how to make you a beautiful... You think what you do is art? It's definitely art. I don't do it anymore, but yes, it's art. If I if I read on the internet how to make a perfect steak and I follow it bit by bit, I make a fucking delicious... I make a better steak than you can get in a restaurant. If I follow the instructions, if I give you instructions on how to do graffiti, you'll fuck it up. There's no way you could ever do it because it's There's, like... No, 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 no. It, it, it's like any trade, okay? It, you Doing graffiti is a trade. It's a skill. Okay? Uh -huh. Cooking is a skill. If if you were to give, is it? I you 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 just think, but just check this out. I'm just you talking have about been recipe. Cooking, you, I know, but that's still something. You have been cooking your kind of entire life, right? Like you, you know, like you had to make meals at a young age. You worked at a sandwich shop. You you have cooked throughout your life. No, I, I never fucking just sprayed fucking my stupid name all over town, acting like I'm somebody. So it's just like. You have an advantage to cooking. I don't have an advantage to graffiti writing. I think how that I, like, I, but I, I am very artistic. I know that I can fucking be a better graffiti writer than you. You're very within artistic. Within like a minute. <laughs> You're funny. You're a funny guy. You're funny. I would put, I'd put a couple quotes, a couple halos, a couple little fling flings. You're just talking about doing a tag. Bottom. You think you could do a piece? I think a piece you think you could do a like throw a fucking, could you do, let's say I could do it are you you give me 30 feet you give me 30 <laughs> feet I'll fucking put up a fucking piece I think it'd be way easier for me? me I think it's way easier for me to look at a recipe and make a meal than for you to paint a wall 100% I think that a meal is a tag a piece you cook for 100 people by yourself like I did in fucking Oahu could you fucking do that big boy no. 
well, I then cannot shut cook. The fuck I, well, no, actually, no. I could cook for hundred people because I follow instructions. You need forty be, pounds of beef. One of the best meals. I cooked for a hundred fucking people, and it was the best meal of their lives. Uh, I mean, it's debatable if that's the best meal of everyone's life. There, I mean, come on. Let's, let's Remember the prime rib. Remember the prime I, rib. The actually, it, it was. It Are was. You kidding me? It was wildly delicious. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't, I, I wish I could tear it down, but we're I We're both can't. very good at, we're at, we're both incredible at what we do, Two-Tone, okay? Well, we're both incredibly great at what we do. I want to see, I want to fucking, I want to do a fucking tag. I'm going to write a, you write a recipe, you cook a fucking recipe from one of my fucking books, and I'll fucking, you, you do a tag, you do a, um, you do a fucking, whatever the, you call the scribble scrabbles. Uh, and I'll fucking redo it perfectly. Because you have to give me instructions. Okay. First you do the white, then okay. you do the black, okay. then you gotta do the fucking thing. Because the thing is, is like, uh, most of the time you guys have a plan. Like if you were to do a piece, you would do it in your book, right? You no, would have, like, I, go, your book. I go off the top every time. You're, you're off top every time. I just go with a can, I sketch it out because I know it's wired in. The same way you know how to cook uh, a lobster. Yeah, okay. You know, bisque or some shit, just off the top. Yeah, but that's like you would need to make a meal, a like, like, could you make a lemon chiffon cake? No, let's not talk about baking. From what I hear, baking's impossible. So uh, let's just talk about like let's baking this. is science. I'm not gonna but listen. I'm not gonna make you do a wild style. You could never do it. I'm gonna let's just okay. Let's just say this for the sake of argument. You do a piece. Uh, you do a simple piece. You do some bubble letters. I'll make a meal. That's what a, is a normal what, meal? Do I have to come up with a name? No, no, no. Did I I'll, ever tell you? Did I tell you on this pod like what I used to write? Yeah, something like uh, something non-word word that's like drib, drig or blorg or mess. Plork. Yeah, M-E-S-T. Let's do and this. And I wrote it like on my locker. I wrote it like on the outside of my own locker and I got suspended so that I never did it again. I, was like, I, say, we, I say we I say your tag is Marty. You're Marty Martigan. <laughs> we do we do Marty. <laughs> Marty's I'd, good. I'll build you some. I'll build, but listen, you got to be fair. Am I Marty? In you're the Marty. streets, I'm Marty, eh? You're Marty in the streets. You're Marty in the streets and you're Maddie in the sheets. Listen. Bye. Listen, here's what we're doing. We want to do this? Because I, I, I'll, i listen. I want to do this. I want to, I've been, I've been, ba- I, I've wanted a graffiti. It's the one crew I'm not, you know? Like, okay. let me in. If we get, if you pull this piece off, I'll see if they can open the books for you and get you an MSK AWR. Okay, we'll, we'll talk to some guys. But here's the thing: I'll make you, I'll make you a PDF. I'll make you a recipe for graffiti. I'll give you like, and I'll do, and I'll spell it out as clearly as I can. And and I'll tell yeah. you what you have to get certain. You have to get toy spray paint that doesn't drip. You gotta get like the slow pressure spray paint. I'll tell you what paint to get. You're gonna have to get the right paint because if Try you try to. No, if you try to paint with Krylon and Rusto, it's going to be a disaster. You need like you need preschool painting shit, right? Now the same thing is like, okay. let's get a page out of your book and let me make something manageable. Don't give me a lemon chiffon cake. I can't do that. I'm not going to make you paint a wild style. I'm going to do simple block letters for you. Okay. And you know make what? Cassoulet. I want you to make a, a like a honest. I want you to make cassoulet. What the fuck is cassoulet? Exactly. I want you to make it. <laughs> What is it's a couple it? Couple steps. Can I just make some meat? The French. It's like a bean. It's like a bean stew with like sausage and lamb shank and duck confit. Oh it's my very god! Very nice. Duck confit. Ah, oh, that sounds hard, man. Can it just be simple? It's layered. It's layered. 
It's layered, but it is easy. It's a it's a very simple, classic, okay. fuck iconic it. dish. Fuck it. Okay, fuck but it. But it is. There's layers. Fuck it. I'll do it. I'll do the fucking. Make I have a cassoulet. Do I need a? I have a big pot. I'll, I'll a big do, pot. I got a big one, pot. You can do everything in one pot, buddy. You can do I got a big pot. Big I even pot. have I have a crock pot. Do I, can I use that? I got one of those. Uh, no. You okay. want? You need a Dutch oven. I got a Dutch oven. I got a big red Dutch oven. I got one of those. There you oh. go. You're fucking styling. Okay, so so I'm gonna make cassoulet, and then you're gonna do a Marty piece. Marty, I got my name. Can I write what's the three letters I put next to it? You don't get you don't get to be in a crew because you're a toy. Okay, just okay. just like I don't get to. But my I, own crew, Lone Wolf, no club. I mean, that's 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 pretty. Dumb. What about PTA? Are we a new crew? Oh Can we get a shit. new crew going? Are we PTA? You do have a crew. It's PTA. I didn't even think about it. Holy shit! You're I in got a crew. A crew. You're we in. Got a, you crew, find. Baby. We got a Congratulations! Crew, you you're in a crew. We're in a crew. PTA. Is two, it's always three letters. The PTA baby. crew. It's true. All right. So PTA you got a crew. crew. I'm Sick gonna of do. You. I'm gonna do Marty PTA letters. I'm gonna show you see? step by step how to make them. I'm gonna see what happens, and I'm gonna cook, and we'll have uh, young, young, uh, young Nelk, Nelk Lord over here. He'll film it all. Yeah. And you got to get someone on your side to Stupid. film your side. Half a Sith. He's like half a Sith Lord. Okay. Sounds good. I got a shit, everybody. <laughs> Man, he's got a shit again. Crew. We're what having a great time. I love you guys. This week's been crazy. This is a like a two-hour podcast. I love you guys. Toodles. I'll see you guys soon. Alex Peace. Two-Tone Erdman. Make it Castellet. Marty Mar Markelson. Fucking PTA crew. Sick of you. Fuck Marty you. Marty Warner.